conversation. Give me get back, talk good, I'm waiting. Give me on the moon, I'm pacing. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Erica. And this is Sherry. And this is Generation, Generation conversation. conversation. We're old school meets new school. New school meets old school. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Happy holiday season. Yes. Yes, yes, the yes. holidays. They are upon the us. most wonderful time of the year. It is. Allegedly. It is. <laughs> Not for everyone. Not for though. everyone. I'm always conscious that it's not the most wonderful time of year for everyone. Exactly. So, but I love it. Yeah, it's a yeah. great time. It is. So how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I had a good brunch Ooh, this morning. Yes, we did go to brunch. We did. It was great. It was. Shout out to Morgan. Shout out Morgan. <laughs> we love you. Ooh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's episode is called Relationships Reloaded. So about a year ago now, probably a little bit more than a year, we did relationship goals. Um, that was a very <laughs> not controversial, but a um, very uh, debatable episode. Um, I got yeah. a lot of I got a lot of heat for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a good episode. It was though. a good episode. I mean, I was just speaking my truth. Ain't that what we say now? Yeah, that is what y'all say. <laughs> But I do want to just say, like, that really was a year ago, and I'm definitely wow. not the same person I was then. Oh, um, so you feel differently. Yes, yes, okay. very much so. Interesting. Um, See, we grow when yes, these episodes. Exactly. See, I grow thing. in life, my experiences. And you, you know. listen. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I talk to other people. Right. Get a lot of, get a lot of feedback, so. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, good. I think so. Well, we decided to do, because we had such a big request for a second part of relationships that um, we decided to do relationships reloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, we're going to concentrate. It seemed like the first time we concentrated more on the single life yeah. and the relationships as a single person. So mm-hmm. this time, we're going to go into the married life Ooh. just to see, you know, get perspectives about the marriage life, how marriage is different now than it was in my time, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this, just to start off. Um, do you still actually believe in the idea, concept of marriage? I do. Good. I do. And that's Good. kind of fresh, though. Um, it was the moment in time where I did it, and I kind of steered away from it. Um, where I, you know, I wasn't really fond of the whole idea of marriage for my own personal reasons. Um, and I didn't see myself being married, Mm -hmm. but now, like I said, as I continue to grow and evolve spiritually, mentally, I do definitely believe in the concept and the foundation of marriage and what it stands for, um, and what it encompasses. Good. That's really good to hear because I don't know if that is common now. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but that is what we're going to talk about. So how many years have you been married? I've been married for 20 years. Okay. Um, you know, we've been together for... How old are you? <laughs> We've been together for about 28 years, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, married so not for 20. But... No. <laughs> but it was a couple years before uh, she was born. But um, married for 20. Um, now, one thing that Eric and I did was we did take our time in getting married. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually had, and I mentioned this on another episode, both of our kids before we got married, which is something I don't recommend. Right. But it is what, you know, what we did. But, um being married for 20 years, you know, that's rare now, Mm -hmm. you know, at my age even. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, well, not funny, but just working in the hospital and being around the older population. (coughs) See, you sound like me now. Drink some water. (coughs) But I have a reason. Um, Excuse me. Being around the older population, I do see a lot of people older who were married for a long, long time. Yes, yes. Because they believed in the concept of marriage and that you work it out. Yeah, and I was going to say marriage, but staying together in marriage. Staying married. Yeah, not just getting married. Exactly. Right. Getting married and staying married. Getting married is the easiest Mm -hmm. part of it all. And probably the best. Like the wedding. Well, some people's wedding's not the best. Right. Yeah. Like exciting. Like. Married, getting yeah, married. I guess. What was it? Wasn't your favorite part? No, I don't think so. Um, I think because Eric and I were together for so long mm-hmm. before we got married, the marriage, the actual wedding part was just, you know, just something to just make it legit. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like the dress and all, but. <laughs> 
and the family and yeah. stuff. How was your wedding day? It was okay. I don't. It was weird because I didn't feel nervous or scared, like you know, and on all that stuff you see on TV, or even mm. you know, some of my friends that got married felt, and I felt like, oh my God, is this is something wrong? Like <laughs> I'm just ready just to go out here, and let's do this. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't a big deal to me, and I still to this day don't know why. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> That's not really how you hear it. Either you hear, well, I've heard like, oh my God, I was so nervous or everything possibly could go wrong went wrong or it was Mm -hmm. the best day of my life. Yeah. I felt like such a princess, but you just, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. You know, it was a wedding. We got married and we danced and we ate and that was the end. I mean, Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. So do you feel as though, I mean, we kind of said at the beginning, like, is marriage the same? now as it was in the past i don't think so i definitely don't think so and what we were just talking about is one of the reasons i think people put more into the wedding Mm -hmm. than they do the marriage i mean the wedding is just you know it's just a formal process of the actual vows you know that you have so you know i mean it's nice if you want to have this elaborate nice wedding you know just so people can um you know see you guys you know, create this bond and all that stuff. It's definitely not necessary. Right, right. Um, definitely not needed. Now, our wedding, you know, although it seemed, and, and when I tell people where we got married and, and all, they think it's like this big thing, but it really wasn't. So we got married in Stone Mountain on a boat, which sounds big, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. I mean. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yes. You was a little girl, you remember that. But it was it was on a boat. It didn't cost like a ton of money, you know. Mm-hmm. It was catered. It wasn't a big deal, mm-hmm. you know. And we got married. <laughs> I'm like, well, I feel yeah. terrible saying it like That's, that. Yeah, maybe we should have got somebody I else. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. And I bet you Eric feels the same way. Yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't a big deal. Because it was more to it than the wedding. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is like the reason I feel like people, the foundations aren't the same as right. to why they get married. Right. Like people... You know, especially with the pastor involved. Right. Or, um, yeah, we had a pastor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, um, minister or whatever. Yeah, or being in an actual church getting married. Mm-hmm. Like, you're basing it in God. Like, right. you're putting your marriage, you're putting your vows to your partner and to God. Right. Um, so, I don't think that's the same nowadays. Like, right. people are just. And they're not necessarily doing it in the church. Right. Now, we didn't do it in the church, but, you know, we used our pastor, right. you know what right. I mean, one of the ministers at our church to to marry us, but we didn't actually do it in church. And I think a lot of people are not doing it in church right. anymore. And I say to God, but, you know, whatever your religious preference is. Right. But some people aren't basing it on much of anything. I mean, they're basing it on love. Right. And, I mean, you know, for some people that is their... Foundation? Yeah. Mm, that's probably part I know, of the problem. I know. That's what I was going to say. Because um, <laughs> le- love wavers. Yes. Love wavers. Yes. And you can't build your foundation on anything that wavers because it's not solid. I feel like love is a very fluid emotion. It is. You know, I mean, I feel like you can always love a person, but the level of love you have for them it changes. Can, yes. It changes. Every it's day. circumstantial. We're human. Circumstantial. We're not like God. You know, we don't have that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. We're human. So, you know, if you're building it only on love, that's like putting it on a pile of dirt. Hmm. So, I mean, how much weight does love hold? I mean, it holds some weight. You, you, you wanna... Percentage-wise, would uh-huh. you say? <laughs> so, what would you say, like, in the realm of marriage, like, what are the top five foundational okay. things in marriage? Love being maybe one of... I don't even think of... it's five. I think it's three, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think God... It has to be... God has to be your foundation. You both have to come together believing in... Um, the same thing, you know what I mean? And um, I think that's the number one foundation. So I think that that is probably going to be like, okay, I don't want to be ridiculous. I'm going to say 70%, you know? And then then you have love, which is probably like 20, what a, a 90, <laughs> like 20%. And then you have 10% of physical. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't really think it's much, okay. much to it. Yeah. Oh God, I'm terrible. <laughs> this is I mean, terrible. This is your beliefs. It is. This is how you feel. It is. Um. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, nothing else but those three. Really? What else? Yeah, because love in itself encompasses a whole a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and then 
your goals and stuff. You know, a lot of people do goals. Like, you have to have common goals. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, like, okay, if you want to have children. Right, right. I think that that is important. But I don't think that... I mean, those are things that... Those are things you discuss prior You're to marriage. You're supposed to. Yeah, you should discuss prior to marriage. I don't think... And then you determine, that determines whether you get married or not. Yeah. But it's not the foundation of your marriage. So you don't even get to the foundation part if you can't agree on certain things. Right. And having right. kids and, you know, you know your careers and where you want to live and all that stuff. That gets you to the point. And right. then, then you build the foundation. But So, yeah, to touch on that, like, I feel as though a lot of people who get married just based on love, they don't ask those important questions or, like, because mm-hmm, they know, think love will take them there. That love is enough. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really know a person mm-hmm. just outside of love. Mm-hmm. You know, love love is like I keep saying, it's the fluid. feeling and mm-hmm. it's so fluid, you mm-hmm. know. But how is this person on their worst day? And that's the thing, you got to know. You got to know, and this is what a pastor told me, you have to know that person in all the seasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, granted, you're going to love them in the summer. You know right. what I mean? You're going to love them in the summer seasons. That's when things are blooming and everything mm-hmm. looks beautiful and everything. But then come winter, right. things, you know, look dreary and stuff, you know. You still love them, you know. And you may still love them, but you don't like them. Right, or right. sometimes you may not even love them, mm-hmm. you know, what we define as love, right. you know, so. And I feel as though, um, and, you know, this is only my opinion, and this is kind of from a skewed viewpoint, I guess maybe from, like, movies and other people's experiences, um, not my own personal, because, you know, I've never been married, but people and how they work hard to keep a marriage together. I feel like back in the day, it was kind of like an obligation. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like people feel like, as though they have more say and if they don't want to be married. But their reasoning behind getting a divorce is not, I mean, I say it, I say it in my opinion, it's not always legit. Mm-hmm. You might have felt fallen out of love with that person. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, you just don't want to do it anymore. Like right. people, you know, they. It's kind of both part, both the old school and new school were kind of wrong in a way. Like mm-hmm. the obligation, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be the old the school. Ob- it shouldn't be, be an obligation, obligation, but it also shouldn't be where you just you up just and, and leave. Like you, I feel like you're always working in a right. marriage. Like it's a marriage. Like it's not just something that's set in stone right. forever. And you think, always have to be working, working, working. And I don't think people realize how much work goes into a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage is probably the most work you'll ever do mm-hmm. um, in anything. You know what I mean? Not in any, first of all, in definitely in any relationship that you have. Whether it's your brother, your sister, your cousin, your children. Right. It does not require the amount of work that it does in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, your marriage requires more work than you do on your job. I don't care where you work. You know what I mean? I don't care. Yeah. It's, it, it's, more, it's more work to it. And I don't think people realize how much work it is. Now, you know, in my day coming up, you know, my parents and grandparents, aunts, uncles and stuff, you know, they stayed married because you that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you got married to be married to stay married and you, you know you did whatever um i do believe a lot of times they took a lot of things that they may not you know shouldn't have taken but a lot of the times you know things were different then you know what i mean women weren't working as much so i think a lot of women stayed married for financial reasons for the kids things like that mm-hmm. um nowadays you know that's not the case so you know women are will easily go and say, I'm out. You know, Mm -hmm. I can do this by myself. I don't want to be miserable. And, you know, although I do not agree or I do not promote, not that I do not agree, because I do agree on some divorces. And although I don't don't promote divorce, I do know that there are cases where people should get divorced. And I do know that um, if you didn't get married with God, to me, if you didn't get married with God in your marriage, you know what I mean? And then you decide to divorce. I think that's okay mm-hmm. because it wasn't set on God anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I think <clears throat> with my newer generation, and we talked about this in previous episodes in the first relationship goals episode, men and women, it's always kind of like, what can we? What can that person do for me? Right. Like I don't feel like we're building ourselves up to be that compatible partner. Like, we're focusing on, like, let me find this compatible partner or who is this right person for me. Mm-hmm. Well, are you being that right person for right. someone else? People think getting with somebody or getting married, they're supposed to fix them mm-hmm. or 
their um like they could come just with all their baggage and just lay it out and load it on that person mm-hmm. in a marriage. Like that's not gonna work in a relationship. So why the heck would it work in a marriage? Well, it definitely won't work so, in a marriage. Um it's just people aren't looking to be better partners. They're looking for partners to be better for them. But right. I, we don't we're not fixing ourselves first and we're not trying to be suitable partners. Yep. And then to even swing that around differently, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, when they're single, they're like, you know, I'm becoming independent. I'm so independent. I'm so mm-hmm. independent. And they think, you know, you take this independent person and you put it with that independent person. Y'all get married and everything's going to be great. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Being independent does not work in a marriage. You have mm-hmm. to learn to be interdependent. Interdependent is the key. And that's learning how to work, take yourself and work with someone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can't be dependent you can't be dependent on somebody, like you said, for them to fix you, for them right. to, you know, you can't depend on people financially. You know, that's not, that shouldn't be the reason. You also can't be independent. It's about you, you know, right. you, you, right. you. You have to be interdependent. And um, that's that's where a lot of people fail, I think. Right. And that's probably, too, the reason why the idea or concept of marriage is kind of getting away because what people are looking for in marriage is, I don't think not what they should be looking for like mm-hmm. all this stuff you name like you shouldn't be looking for marriage to build you up as right. a person right and the way I see marriage in my single view is um, a compatible partner who is a partner essentially you know a partner mm-hmm. in a team mm-hmm. who you working to build with together right through the rest of your life mm-hmm. like through all obstacles and avenues of life of course love is going to be there but love mm-hmm. is not going to be always at its peak not at all um so it's somebody you can see yourself with who will build with you who will grow with you through all seasons mm-hmm. um but people you know marriage oh i got the ring right. oh you know i got the kids mm-hmm. um i got the status the, the the name the last name or you know, just all these different reasons, or I got companionship, but in a way where I ain't got to ever be alone. Mm-hmm. That is not okay. Like, mm-hmm. stop getting in relationships and marriages and all this stuff just out of fear of being alone. Right. Like, because I really believe you need to be alone before you even get married. You need to be alone. Yes. Like, try it for a month, please. Right. <laughs> and you may not want to go back. That's my issue right now. Like, I've been alone too long, and I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm scared you might get set in your ways. <laughs> That's the scary part. So, I mean, we all have to be alone because then we'll really learn ourselves and we can grow as our own individual selves and then understand ourselves because what we may have wanted five years ago when we was in a relationship with somebody is totally different when we're five years forward and we're alone. Like, I'm thinking about myself. Right. You know, like, I'm a totally different person and my wants are totally different now that I'm single Mm -hmm. and it's just a clearer view of Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. That's why you should be. That's why you should be alone. Yeah. And then just to throw this in there, um, you know, and being alone, that, you know, that doesn't mean you just dating and sleeping around too. I'm telling you guys, um, Sleeping around, really, people don't realize that when you sleep around, you're having intercourse. Okay, intercourse means intercourse. So your 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 fluids is running through that person. Their fluids is running through you. Okay, so you are forever ta- attached to them people in some way or another. Okay, mm-hmm. that does not help you with mm-hmm. getting married. Their you know energy I mean? is on you. Constantly. And you can't, there's nothing you can do to shake it. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Whether you think you can, and maybe they're not in your head, but it that it's still there. So right. that's why, you know, people really recommend, or, or that's why God said, mm-hmm. you know, you have to save yourself for your right, spouse. Right, right. And then, like, in my experiences and my growth, I'm definitely getting that now. You know, People are like, oh, it's so old-fashioned mm-hmm. to not have sex before marriage. You know, God, this. Oh, I don't even believe in God. Mm-hmm. But me and learning, like, it's so much d- deeper. It is. I mean, God is pretty deep. But, right. like, it's so much more to it than just that. Right. Like, just, I believe in soul ties. All these things, yeah. you're, this energy you're allowing in your space, these souls you're connecting with, mm-hmm. they're getting into you. Mm-hmm. And they're just making you this person that you're not even that person and you don't even understand you don't don't even even understand understand. you're trying to process all these people's um um, emotions and Mm -hmm. feelings within you Mm -hmm. or these people's emotions and feelings just all together Mm -hmm. um and then it just like i said the clarity with like abstaining from sex celibacy all of that the clarity Mm -hmm. is real like Mm -hmm. you can see so much clearer 
and you could see if you really like a person right. <laughs> without right. sex, you right. know? Yep. Um, it's become the norm, and, you know, I grew up in this generation. I already know, guys. Like, I know what time it is. I know what's all in the media. Mm-hmm. I know what we all are drawn to, the music, all of that stuff. Like, sex, sex, sex. Sex yep. sells. Yeah. So, I get that it's hard and everything, but just trust me when I say, like, it's a totally different world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely worth it, and it's definitely helped my spiritual journey, my mental journey. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's different, and it's, it'll just open your mind to so many other things, just. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I am. Oh. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, we never talk about this stuff like that. We used to talk about it, sort of. Talk about it, sort of. But, but yeah, because, you know, I got to do my life on my own. And that's why I don't, I don't talk, yeah. I don't, you know, ask you a bunch of questions Because about even, it. like, outside sources will skew my view. You right. know, granted, you know, not to say it's no, bad, but, but it's no, like, you have then to it becomes it not my view. Right. You and have to find it out by yourself. Right, exactly. Right. Like, I'm really trying to become my own person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to totally cut off from the outside world. Mm-hmm. That's why I take my social media breaks. That's why I might not talk to my family or, like, see them. I'll, like, go some days without actually seeing them mm-hmm. because I need to figure out who I am as a person mm-hmm. to understand, like, myself and, like, what I attract or what I like so that when trying to find a suitable partner, I'm like, okay, you this is legit. Right. Like, that spirit of dis- discernment is real. And abstinence, celibacy, all of that will help you become clearer in that. Right. Your so. dad's going to be so proud of you. <laughs> but, and the thing is, and as a parent, and to my parents out there, you know, you teach your kids foundational stuff you teach them things that you want them to know Mm -hmm. and then you have to trust yeah you have to trust that they'll take that and then you got to back off and that's really hard it's really difficult Mm -hmm. um and you'll see when you just you have kids but it's difficult but you have to do it for that reason so that you could find yourself so Mm -hmm. that you could become who you're supposed to become without influences from me you know i've already given you we've already given you the foundation we've already given you that you know, initial push, mm-hmm. and then we gotta let you go. It's like riding a bike, teaching you how to ride a bike with no training wheels. It is, you know what it I mean? Is. You know, you I fell sometimes. Yep, we and hold you, and then bones. we let you go, and we and we watch you fall, we watch yeah. you get back up, go, go, go. Yeah. And now you all the way down the road, and I can't <laughs> even see you. And now I'm all the way down the road, and hopefully my partner will be like, "Hey!" And he'll come and crash into you. No, <laughs> he'll come and put me on a bigger bike. No, no, that's not what I'm supposed to be looking for. <laughs> But, yeah, so, like, and I feel as though I talk to so many people who are married. I still know a lot of people who are married, um, surprisingly, right, Um, who says, you know, you don't, they weren't looking for it. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm never looking for it. I'm just chilling. But they always, that's always how it goes. I was never looking for them, you know. I was just doing my own thing, and then they came along. Mm -hmm. But I don't want you to get stuck on that idea to just be not looking for it or to, just be kind of doing your own thing. That doesn't mean out there partying all the time, right. out there doing X, Y, Z. Literally doing your own thing within yourself, mm-hmm. growing within yourself. Like, I can't stress the importance of that. And I take it from my self-experience, but I just know, like, growth is important in all aspects of life. Excuse me. Other relationships, mm-hmm. platonic relationships, family relationships, jobs, careers, growth within that, growth within yourself just it reaches out to all of that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, to find a suitable partner, a marriage is going to highly affect that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I think is lost or has been lost in the journey of marriage is, um, well, not so much that it was lost, but is needed more. Because I don't think we did it much coming up. Is premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. I think um, counseling is something that you know, my generation needed more of it that we didn't do. Mm-hmm. But um, this generation, they're they're open to more counseling. Yeah. But I don't know how much premarital counseling is happening. Right, you know what right. I mean? I know there's a lot of churches that won't marry you unless you get premarital counseling. But see, you don't want that premarital counseling just to get married. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want the in-depth premarital counseling. You want the, the premarital counseling that will say, you know, look, let me talk to him first. Let me talk to her first, mm-hmm. and then I talk to y'all together. And then they may say, you know what? I, I, I've seen where pastors have said, no, I'm not going to be the one to marry you, because they didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel like they were ready, and they were like, no, I'm sorry, but I can't marry you. Mm-hmm. And that, that's some true pastors, or that's some true counselors, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that are willing to do that. So, um, you know, I think premarital counseling is 
absolutely necessary. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And even, um, you know, premarital counseling um, and then just really spending time together prior to marriage. Like, we get caught up in our own lives. Mm -hmm. And I could just, I say that because I could see myself, um, I hope it doesn't happen, but like getting caught up in my career and Mm -hmm. If I I don't know I've, long distance relationships are kind of attracting me more because mm-hmm. I I am so busy and right. I don't I don't have the time but making time to spend with the partner you know Cause, well I think too sorry to cut you off but what'll happen is if you really really care for this person you'll find yourself spending more time with them you'll yeah. find yourself making that time you'll find yourself you know I I don't know maybe one person will move closer you know before marriage you'll find right, right. You, you just desire that you know right, you can't right. you feel like I can't live this I can't not see this person you know what I mean right. so I think that'll happen right right yeah. oh I can't imagine moving for somebody I, I gotta know. love you I know like, I know ooh, but then again I don't know because you're so open to traveling I you're know so open I know to... but you know I travel and then I come back to my home yeah. <laughs> but then my yeah. home will be someplace else yeah um, yeah. so I mean you know I'm open to it it would just take that right person right. for sure right um but yeah, and then so counseling has become bigger, so it's good in a sense of intermarriage. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of counseling is needed when you're oh, married, absolutely, to continue to yes. progress in the yes. marriage. Now I don't think now if you need counseling the entire time, every right. day, all day of your marriage, then you probably probably shouldn't have got married. Okay, but you do need. Reups. Mm. That's what we call them. Reups. You do need to go, you know, counsel. Like when you, because what happens is when you're married, you know, you go along, you go along, then you get to a point where you get jammed. You yeah, know what I mean? You yeah. get kind of stuck. And then, you know, you just need some help getting through it. And then you'll go along, go along, and then you'll get stuck again right, at something. Right. You know what I mean? It's never, it's hardly, it shouldn't be the same things. Mm. You know what I mean? You should be growing and, and getting past it and figuring it out. But sometimes it is the same thing, but you got to get through it. And I think counseling definitely helps because you get a third perspective because I don't care what, when you're married to someone, especially if you're going through a rough time in that marriage, if you say A, they're going to say B. I guarantee you, you know what I mean? It's, but then if that person say B, then that person will say A, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, B might be right, yeah. Right. So you just need that third that third party opinion that has no interest in the marriage as far as, you know, they could care they're just being neutral. Right, right. So, yeah, premarital counseling is very, very important. So, what do you think about um, pregnancy versus marriage? What is the biggest co- bigger commitment? Um, I think the bigger commitment is marriage. Really? Um, because, well, first of all, the it's a longer commitment. You know, granted, you will always be your parents, your kids' parents, but the commitment it differs as they get older. Okay, but in a marriage, you're you're committed a hundred percent throughout the entire time. You know what I mean? Because that's I say that because that's the excuse why a lot of people who maybe have kids together and they don't get married or they don't or they are more attracted to the idea of just having kids and never getting married or oh. just because they're thinking like marriage is such a much, a, a much bigger commitment than pregnant, having, having kids. kids, which I always felt like having kids is a big, bigger commitment. Like you're bringing this life into a, this new life into the world that you have to take care of. You have to be with all the time. I mean, granted, you know, you may not be committed to that person, but having kids with somebody that is very important. It is who you it have is. kids with. Oh my God! Let's talk it about is. that, baby oh mamas, goodness. baby daddies. Whew! See, and that's another thing. People don't re- realize when you have kids with someone, you gotta understand who they are, and you're not gonna totally know everything about, especially if you're not married to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not gonna know that they got this crazy uncle that you know has this gene in him that's upside down, this chromosome that's upside down that you know is generational or something, you know what I mean? Or you're, you're not going to know that that person is a little psycho or, you know what I mean? Or that person had a whole nother family that he left and mm-hmm. here you go. Have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's things that you don't know. And so it is very important to know who you're having kids by, which is again, why you should marry them first. 
and then and even then you don't know everything but at least you know you know and then don't marry someone that you don't even know their family yeah you know i've seen people do that how yeah how 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 would you even marry someone without knowing their family you want to know how they treat their mother you want to know how they treat their siblings you want to know why that whole family is not talking to them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's that's something you should yeah. yeah so um having kids by people you know because they got money or because they look this way or whatever that's that's a terrible thing to do for a kid yeah to yourself and for a kid you know what i mean it is so but yeah i mean you said it you said it very well um i see so many relationships the the kids involved and so they suffer they really do and um people you know that's where they think, oh, love, love, love. But it's not enough. It's, it's not enough. I mean, you got love for your kid, but that's a different type of love it is. than it is. the person, you know, you had the kid by. But even still, that's a different type of love than mm-hmm. being with just somebody you don't mm-hmm. have kids with. Mm-hmm. So there's so many levels to it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I see so many people have kids with the wrong person. Oh, yeah with the wrong yeah. people and they might not be bad people right you know? it's just the wrong just the person. wrong person for you or right. to have that kid with and you may be the wrong person right you know right look at yourself a lot of times when you see an issue the first thing you should do is look at yourself yeah I, i'm telling myself this because i don't even do that <laughs> but you should look at yourself like mm, mm-hmm. what about me like what could i have done differently mm-hmm. or what is my real what is the deeper issue here Right. Even your reactions yes. to stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? You say, why am I reacting this way? Why does this bother me so mm-hmm. much? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yes, yes. Because sometimes it's just an insecurity in yourself. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so many kids suffer. I hate seeing it, too. As a result of, you know, I've seen people, you know, that trap the other person, mm-hmm. you know, thinking that, like you said, the kid is going to make things better or make them love them more and stuff like that and the kid just suffers yeah. you know what I mean every time the kid suffers the kid so if suffers. you really love them like you th- say you love yeah. them yeah you know yeah but it's just it's hard I it mean is. and that's why I feel like it's a bigger commitment because there's so many more so many more um things in play with having a kid with someone and, and I get that. Yeah, I, I can see how you would say that that's a bigger commitment. And I think it is a bigger commitment for a limited amount, a limited amount of time. Shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could go either way. But that could be so much more detrimental. It could. I feel. It could. Um, and, you know, with a marriage, you're dealing with two grown-ups, supposedly. Right, <laughs> you know right. What I mean? So I just think, you know, people are, now in my generation, we're just, you know, having babies, having babies. There's no commitment. Oh, I don't believe in marriage. Oh, I don't want to get married, but I'm going to still have kids. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, well, you having these kids, that's a big commitment, a big but commitment. you don't want to get married. Right. You want to be tied to this person you don't like for the rest right. of your life. Really, it's right. a long time you're going to be tied to the person. Right. Basically for the rest oh, of your yeah. Life. But you don't want to be tied to somebody you love and you could right. build with for the rest of your life. Right. Like, right. And I often think, I, I go back and forth with this. I wonder, people who um, don't want to get married and make that commitment but want to have kids, why don't they just adopt? Because then you know, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? You know I'm not going to be with anybody. I'm mm-hmm. doing this as a single person. I know this. You know what I mean? And it's no other person involved. Right, right. You know, just adopt. It's a lot of kids that need to be adopted. Because they don't want to be alone. Okay, then adopt. You won't be alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a companionship type of way, romantic. Well, I mean, then adopt and date. Mm -hmm. You know? But just be careful about who you have around your kids, too. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole Goodness. Totally different. It is. It is. So, um, what else about marriage? Um, I think, I think that, um, I was going to say about Okay, so for instance, it's for you. Okay, so what do you think is? I don't want to say keeping you from getting married outside of the fact that the guy got no show man. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, let's talk expectations. <laughs> You're funny. Uh-huh. Um, so expectations for me, I want someone to be loyal, to be honest. To be able to communicate, um, and 
to be God-fearing. Okay. Up until the God-fearing, I would have said, God, you should get a dog. <laughs> Dogs can't communicate? Yeah, they can. Loyal, honest. Uh, well, it looks like I'm getting a dog. <laughs> no, but no, th- those are good qualities, but I know and you know that there's a lot more to what you expect. Like what? Okay, like career-wise, okay. you want them to have their own house, you want them not to have but, okay, kids. Expectations want... and then standards, aren't those two different things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are those, what I said, are those standards? Yeah, like having their own house. Or is that, uh, that's why I'm like, are expectations yeah. and standards the same? That's a good question. Because a standard is like you have your own house. I expect you to have your own house. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't know. I mean, with that, I just, you know, I kind of expect you to have your own place. It doesn't have to be a house. Okay, here we go. A standard is a level of quality, something that is accepted as a norm and generally used as a basis for judgment. Loyal. Okay, right. So those are kind of like the character traits. Right. A standard. An expectation is a strong belief that something is going to happen in the future or a feeling that someone or something is going to achieve something. Mm. One is fact, the other is fiction. Okay, no. All mine's Oh, wow. No. Maybe look up expectations of people. Okay, so there's a big difference between high expectations and high standards. The difference between an expectation and a standard is that the standard is the bar, and the expectation is our belief about whether students will ever reach the bar. Hmm. So what was so you can have you can have high standards and low expectations. That's. I mean, well, essentially, well, if I have high standards. Then wouldn't my expectations be high in turn? The difference in expectation standards is that the standard is the bar, meaning this is where we start. They got to have at least this. Right. Okay, the expectation is about whether they can reach the bar. But they're already at the bar if they have my standards. You expect them to be, you expect that they're at the bar. Um, I, I mean, know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, so standard would be like they so, got to have their own job. <laughs> like, so, right. Okay. They so, have a job. relationship standards are minimum requirements. Okay. Okay. That is, a person feels certain qualities must be present or must not be present in the case of unwanted behaviors or values. And failing to meet these requirements results in a deal breaker. So, maybe expectations would be like what I would want you to do for me or like what I would want you to do in the relationship. Right. Like, you know, I want you to buy me flowers not a standard right like right that would be nice right or like i was gonna say treat me nice that's a standard um uh i don't know i don't think i have high i mean i think my standards are pretty reasonable yeah i think so yeah you're saying i have high standards or you not well no but those standards that you mentioned were were good but i was thinking like so you say you're saying like the house they have to have a house. No, I said okay. a place like their own place. Okay, that well yeah their own place they have to have their own mm-hmm. place. No budging. <laughs> uh, okay, when you say their own place, what if they live with a roommate? That's fine. Okay. I just don't want them living with their mama. What what if the reason what you know what that depends on the reason? I know. Reasoning. We didn't talk about this. I mean, what if he's taking care of his mama? Or you know what I'm saying? Or it just is not financially well, catch feasible for him not to live with his mom. Or you know what I'm saying? These always turn out to make me sound awful. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Um I mean, yeah, it is situational. It is. It is. It is. But so that would be an expectation then, not necessarily right. a standard. Maybe. Right. Because Maybe right. his mom is sick. Right. Maybe he's in between homes. Right. That sounds bad. In between getting his own home. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Dang, that made me sound bad. Because remember now, I was there was a time away. when you was at home, which was the other day. And that's why I was, shut <laughs> That's honestly one of the times I wasn't really trying to date. Remember I used to be like, I don't yeah, want to be with nobody while I'm in my parents' place. Yeah. But if you came across somebody that you liked during that time... You would feel a certain kind of way if they said, 
I'd be oh, like, yeah. okay, but now I have to work towards getting my own place. But you are working towards getting your own place. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah, just... yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting it, <laughs> getting myself deeper in the hole. Um, so like job wise, right. like career, career. So I mean, okay, so would it be a, have to be a career or a job? That's that's, that's up to you. I know, right? That's I don't up know. to you. Something. I mean. Like, anybody I feel like I have a job, my thing is goals. Like, right. aspiring goals to be better right. or do other things. And Bigger that's, goals than yourself. Right. And I could, I could, I get that. So, you have people who um, are working just, you know, say, for instance, they're just working on just nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a job. It's mm-hmm. not a career. But, you know... They're striving to do this. Exactly. And they're striving to do that. Exactly. So, so that's yeah. that's 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 good for me. So to me, in that case, then your um, standard is standard, a job. N- well, definitely a job. You stand well. Is it definitely a job? Yes, you have to have a job. Okay. Okay. What if they're between jobs? Uh, what if they took a package? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> why does? Why do I have to make all the? I know because yeah. I don't. I don't even know. I'm they have to have to a job. I'm putting my foot down. They have to have a job. At this point, they have to have a job. Okay. I have a career. Right. They have to have a job. I can't. I'm not budging no more. Like, okay. I'm growing because <laughs> okay. they have to have a job. Okay. But the expectation is they're working towards other things. Right. Right. Okay. What if they have a lot of money and no job? What they got a lot of money doing? They're not. A, if they're a scammer, no. No. <laughs> no. Like they got a lot of money from something. I don't know. An Family inheritance. 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 But they ain't working. They gotta have a job. Okay. You have to have a job. Okay. Job builds character. Next. Okay, okay very good. Okay. <laughs> kids. <laughs> Girl, because if you say they can't have no kids, you might as well hang it up and go ahead and adopt me some grandkids. Because it's a shame, but. Why did you put me on the spot like I know. this? I wasn't supposed to go like this. What, is, what time is it? It's almost <laughs> over. <laughs> Jesus. Um, hmm. So I'm gonna be. I'm open and transparent. Shout out to Michael Side. Um, <laughs> and talk about how my first relationship, <laughs> it was too many, it was kids. Too many kids? It was just kids. <laughs> I mean, it was one, but it was one initially, but like, <laughs> it was one initially, and <laughs> that was a lot. So I'm kind of like, kind of burnt out on that. Like, now, why was it a lot? Because of the baby mama drama. Right, right. It was a lot. Now, granted, that could be different. It's so situational. Right. It could be different with someone else. But right. I just really would not want the person to have kids. And then I want to experience right. me being a first parent with a first parent. Right. First time parent, you right. know? Um, so I really, really, really would want them to not have kids. Right. But if they have kids, it's a lot of stipulations in that. Right. Like a lot of things right. that we have to go through. Right. Or that you have to, boxes you have to check there. I'll be like, okay. That you can look, look, look yeah, over it. but I really don't want them to have kids. Right, really, really no, don't. and that's and I mean, like you said, that's being transparent, and I, and I agree. Um, thank God, you know, Eric didn't have any kids. I didn't have any kids. And when we went to premarital counseling, you know, the counselor said, "So, um, you know, let's start by this. You know, have any either one of you been married before?" And we both said no. And they said, "Okay, do you have any kids? Uh, you know, outside of your relationship?" And we said no. She's like, "Oh, this is gonna be easy." <laughs> Because there's right. so much to it. Yeah, it is. There's so much to it. So, and now I have to start thinking about that too. Like, if they have been married before, like right. as I'm getting older, right, right, people I have been, I right. have been married, right. Um, I mean, marriage is different, but that's still like I would date somebody who had been married before, yeah, than somebody probably, who had kids. That might be a better marriage. Yeah, right, you know I mean? right. They they, they could know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, kids. Uh-uh. Would you want to talk to um? If you could, would you want to talk to your new husband's ex-wife? No. Why not? That would give you the most... It's all about perspective, and it's all about who she is as a person. So how she she, dealt with him, she may be saying all this stuff that was not okay for her, how he was, but I might be totally okay with it, or that might be what I need. I don't need that skewing me. But that's the thing. If you go in there thinking that and knowing that, you'd be okay. But I guarantee you, she's going to say something that would give you a heads up on something that he is going to do or whatever that you wish you would have known. I'm telling you. So you think exes should talk to, like... Yeah, I think, I wish it was a way that people should talk to exes. Yeah. Really? And just be like, and just, and I wish the exes would just be really, 
you know, like too much hurt and trauma behind. Yeah, that without that, just be like, look, he's a good guy, but this is what this is what this is what I would be that ex. I don't mind. Right, I'd be like, this is what you're gonna go through. This is what he did. I mean, maybe you won't go through. This is what I went through. But this there's three sides to, to every story. It is, and so. you're getting his side. Now you're getting hers. Now where's the truth? Somewhere in between. Mm. Somewhere in between. And you can't figure know. out the in-between if you don't know both sides. Yeah. But that's their history. Like, he could be totally different for me. He could. He could. And he probably will. But it is still something about his personality that she knows that you won't, you will recognize later. Mm. Guaranteed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I never thought about that. Right. That's, that's a question I never thought of. Right. But you would do it, or yeah. you had the chance. I, sh- I would have. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I would have. And um, and even like, even if like um, you know, guy friends that I have, mm-hmm. if their you know new girlfriend wants to know, you know, you would tell them. I would tell them. I mean, I would talk to him first, mm-hmm. and you know, and I would tell them if he, he was okay with it. I'd be like, look, he's a good guy, but, you know, he has a wandering eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything, but he's a flirt. It does mean something. I mean, but he's a flirt, and he or he's this, or you know what I mean? Right. I think people need to look out for each other, and, and vice versa. Yeah. Men need to do that, yeah. you know what I mean, as That's well. That's true. Yeah. What, um, how do you feel about getting advice from people on your marriage who are not in this marriage? I think, I think that that that's probably not a good idea now getting advice on your marriage no but getting advice on you you know or how you handle a situation like if you go to your best friend who isn't married and she you know you say okay this is a situation this is how i handled it you know she's not really giving you advice on your marriage she's giving you advice on you and how you handled it and how you could have handled it different but i don't think that someone that's not been that's never been married can really give you sound advice on your marriage they could possibly tell you you know what the bible says or mm-hmm. they could tell you what they think but it's really difficult without having been married okay yeah okay. very difficult so do you feel as though um your marriage should be like completely private like as far as nobody knowing what's going on in your marriage like in order to give people corners who are newly married or like kind of be transparent and yeah like, no i don't think it should be private i think it sh- you should be transparent i think that you know um and 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 because you never know because the reason i think that the reason a lot of people are not getting married and not doing this whole marriage thing is because they haven't had really good examples yes, of marriage yes. and i think that we as the married people should do it we did a terrible job with showing these people the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the thing is, like, even when they see the bad part, granted, you know, you, you're like, I don't want my kids to see us arguing. Yeah, your kids need to see you arguing. Conflict because they need to see how you overcome those arguments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They need to see how you get through it and how you still love through it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, you know, of course, you know, you don't want to... Well, you don't need to be getting slapped up at all, but, you know, you don't want your kids to see you getting slapped up or anything like that. But, no, you know, we need to. So I think you should be transparent and you need to talk to singles, Mm -hmm. um, single people who are looking to get married. And I think that it's very important that as a married couple, you should stay around other married couples. Mm -hmm. You should have married couple friends, you know, go out with, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. because you can relate. You know what I mean? I definitely think it's important for married couples to set an example, or not even set an example, but to be open to others, because it's, like you said, it's, you know, we don't, we don't even think about marriage in our generation anymore, because we don't have any examples or good examples, we don't know what's going on, because the marriage is so private, hush, hush, you see them together one day, then they're divorced, and it's like, okay, well, what happened, from what, how how did you go from A to Z, like, Yep. Tell me so I know. And what I, I to do. ask, I ask that question when yeah. people get divorced, and and you know you could tell me. I mean, you could tell me to mind my business. That's mm-hmm. fine. But what happened? I need to know because I'm trying to avoid. You right, know what I mean? Right. This happened. You've been married for this many years. What happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll mm-hmm. be married for that many years soon or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. So what is one piece of advice that you give to singles who are looking to get married? I would say, um, of course, there's a lot of advice, but if I had to pick one, I would say go into this relationship prior to marriage with your 
baggage, your little sack of expectations, okay? Sit down with your expectations and let him have his expectations and you guys sit down and unload it so that he knows and that you know what's expected of you because I think most of the issues that come up in a marriage is because they're not meeting each other's expectations. How are they going to meet it if they don't know what they are? Mm -hmm. So I think you got to, everybody goes into relationship with expectations. Discussing those expectations and, you know, letting the other person know what you expect and le- or letting them know that I cannot meet that expectation is very important. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the number one thing. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we're going to pray for Erica, guys. <laughs> we're going to pray. I did so much better this <laughs> one. You did. You, you did. And she comes across the right man for her. <sighs> yes, yes. And that... You know, he does only good by her, and she does good by him. Right, right. And he has a great family, because that's very important. Oh, gosh, that's so important. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. So yep. much to pray about. It is. <laughs> it's just, you know, and when you get in a relationship, you got to remember, we get in that relationship with oh, you know. once we know the person, know. you know, so... For sure. Mm-hmm. But all will be well. You know, it what's will. meant for me will be. Yep. I'm enjoying a single life mm-hmm. um, with a clear mindset, openness to it. Um, it's definitely been a, a long journey from mm-hmm. a year ago or even years prior to, you right. know, but it's definitely a great, great journey. Right. Um, so I'm just excited to see what else it has in store for me. I know, because yeah. maybe the next episode that we do on Relationships Part 3 will be uh, what doing something where you're in a relationship and you can do it from <laughs> that perspective. Yo, that would be crazy. Uh, we have a guest. <laughs> That you would know? be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I gotta stop saying that in order for it to happen. Right. Because I'm like, speak it. I'm thinking it as a joke every time we talk about me being in a relationship. Like, that's yeah, that's sad. not a good start. That's not, not a good start. start. Okay. Oh my God. That would be so great. <laughs> good job. Good job. But yes, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank as you. always. Hope y'all enjoyed. Yes. Have a good holiday. Yes. Have a good Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. That's Set right. Goals. Yes. Be great. Yes. Conversation. Coming back, baby, I'm waiting. We can get lost in the deep stars. I'm taking off that generation. Conversation, baby, I need it. We gone to the moon, I'm high off that. Up, 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 up in the way, baby, I ain't falling back down. Take me around, lost in my mind now. Generation conversation, whoa.